Welcome to the Vibrant Mind, Vibrant Life podcast. I'm your host, Sean Hill. My mission is to help you become the best version of yourself and live a life you truly love. I'll be sharing with you inspiration and practical tips on how you can use your mind to unlock your potential and become the vibrant person you were born to be. Hey, hey, and welcome to the podcast. Now, today I want to talk about alignment because this is something that I have been working on a lot myself recently. And it's something that is spoken about often, particularly in the world of manifestation and creating the things that you want in your life. And what does it really mean? And more importantly, how do you get it? So what do I mean by alignment then in this context? Well, alignment is when the things that you want, the things that you desire, the things that you aim to create in your life and your belief in the achievement of them are a match. It's when your internal world says, heck yeah, I can do this. I am on this. I know it's going to happen. It's just a case of taking steps. It's already done. A bit like Amazon. You place an order and you don't question whether or not that thing is going to arrive. It's just a given. So you're in alignment with your purchase, your want of the the product or whatever it is that you're buying and your certainty in it being delivered. It's that alignment is that internal certainty that even though there may be no external evidence that lets me know that this is actually going to happen, in your inner world, it's a given. And when you have that, you're in alignment. Now, the reason that this is so important is because when you're not in alignment, when there is a mismatch between your inner world and the external world that you want to create or the steps that you're taking towards it and your thoughts about them, that can create inner turmoil. It can create conflicts and make life feel almost like a (laughs) flip-flop. I don't know if that's the right word, but it can feel like you're going from pillar to post. You're going from one thing to another. You're saying you want one thing, but then the actions that you're taking aren't quite matching up because The things that drive our behaviours are all to do with what's inside of us. It's our inner world of beliefs, our values, our memories, our attitude towards life, our personality. All of these things determine how we actually show up. And if that internal world that drives us isn't a match for the external world that we want to create then things can feel pretty hard. It can feel as though life is fighting against you. It can feel as though the universe is not on your side, which simply isn't the case. Yet, if that's how it feels inside, then that's how it plays out in your external reality as well. So let's for a minute then look at what alignment is not, because I've touched on it briefly. Yet, just to give you some ideas so you can see if this is something that you can relate to or maybe going on for you that maybe has been completely out of your awareness. Because... Until you become aware of something, then you can't do anything to change it. And most of what we do is unconscious to us. We go about our everyday repeating the same patterns, having the same thoughts on autopilot over and over and over and over again. And it just becomes normal. It just becomes life. And it's the thing that we call reality. And it doesn't have to be that way. But to first change something, you've got to know what it is that you're changing. So 
What then is not alignment? Well, not being in alignment is when there is something that you want to achieve, something that you want to create, but the belief in your ability to create it isn't there. And that belief doesn't have to necessarily be a direct belief as in, oh, I cannot create the thing I want. It may be a belief that limits you in other ways, yet it translates into the thing that you want to create. Let me kind of elaborate on that so it makes a bit of sense. If you were to have a belief, I'm not good enough. I will never be successful. I am not worthy. I'll never make the money that I want. Well, all of those beliefs are going to impact in various ways. And it may be that you want to start a business. And if you think about all of those beliefs, so not being good enough, not being worthy, not being able to make money. If you want to start a business, maybe you have a belief that you can absolutely start a business. Yet, are you going to make money? Are you going to be able to show up in the way that you want to show up because you know that you're worthy of it and you're good enough for it? Beliefs kind of span across all areas of our life. They're not necessarily context dependent. They can be. And those kind of bigger hierarchy of beliefs have a much bigger impact on everything that's going on. So firstly, when you're not in alignment, your beliefs aren't in support of your goals. They limit you in some way, hence why they're called limiting beliefs. What else then? How else can you begin to identify when you're not in alignment? Well, one of the most common things that comes up for people, particularly when you're going through a process of change, when you're transitioning from one thing into another, and it's often something that's unknown, that is uncomfortable, one of the things that happens is an internal conflict is created. Now, by an internal conflict, I mean that you feel torn inside. There's like this inner tug of war going on. And the way that it kind of you verbalize that maybe in saying things like there's part of me feels this way and then the other part of me feels a different way. Or sometimes I'm like this, at other times I'm like that. On one hand this, on the other hand that. You you often hear people saying about the devil and the angel. You've got the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other. And it can feel as though you've got a foot in both camps. It's like you've got one foot in this new life, the one that you want to work towards, that you want to create. And then you've got the other foot that's almost staying put where you are. And even though you don't want to be there, it's like it's stuck in the mud and it doesn't want to go anywhere because as much as you don't like it or don't want it, it's known, it feels safe. And it's that ugh, that that inner battle that goes on. And it feels like you are being pulled in two different directions. Now, the way that this plays out is almost like it's an incongruence. And that may be in behaviours or context. Some days I think I can't, other days I think I can. Or in some scenarios I'm one way and then others I'm not. It can almost feel like something comes over you. Like I'm walking down the path, I'm making a bit of headway and then suddenly it's like I'm a different person. And you think, oh my God, why did I do that? I just wasn't myself. Something came over me. So it's that incongruence. And you may feel this day to day. You may feel it from moment to moment. Like one minute you're super motivated about what you're doing and then the next it's like, oh, I just cannot be bothered. And you have no idea why, because you know that you want it, yet it can feel like a bit of flip-flopping. And then the issue with that is that you can begin to question, 
yourself, maybe you've found yourself thinking, oh, I'm really cut out for this. Have I got what it takes? Because I think I have. But then I do something in complete opposition. And let me tell you, having an internal conflict is freaking exhausting. It takes so much energy to argue with yourself, to go from pillar to post, to go from one idea to the next, to never be quite in your lane. Imagine it a bit like you're at your starting point and you key your destination into your sat-nav so you know where it is that you want to go. But instead of staying in your lane, it's you kind of you you get on the motorway and just as you're making a bit of headway, you decide to take a bit of a detour because, oh, maybe this thing over here. I'm not sure I can quite keep going on this road. So I'm just going to take the roundabout there and weave off in this direction. But actually, do you know what? The motorway was probably the best idea. So let's go back there again. But mm, it's going a bit fast for me now uh, or there's too much traffic. So maybe I'll try this route instead. And before you know it, what should have been like a two-hour journey, ends up being a week-long detour because the whole of you, all parts of you, were never quite on the motorway. They were never quite committed to or desiring the destination that you were headed. There was almost this pull, like, come over here. Here's this shiny distraction. Or, hey, have you thought about how comfortable it is where you are? And what it really does it slows the process down. It doesn't mean that you won't get to your destination, yet it really puts some barriers in place and, and makes it feel like hard work. And here's the other thing to be aware of, is that even when you arrive at your destination or you make a decision that you know is going to get you there, if you're not in alignment, there can still be that seed of doubt so it's like, even though I've done this, hmm, was it the right decision? Should I have done that? Because that internal conflict still plays out. It's still there questioning whichever route you decide to take. Now, what can be very common when you're not in alignment and you maybe have that mismatch is to do a pros and cons list. It's like, right, if I, if I make this decision, here's all the pros. And you try and convince yourself that, it's the right thing to do or it's the good thing to do. And if I stay put, here are all the cons and the reasons why I don't want to do it. That is your conscious mind trying to rationalise something that is unconscious. Your unconscious and your conscious mind don't work in the same way. So trying to convince yourself, again, is the conflict playing out in real time. To integrate that conflict so that there's no longer these separate parts of you, you just become whole again, is the most powerful process ever. To create that alignment within is so freeing. It gives you back so much space and time and energy because you're no longer arguing with yourself. So if you are finding that you're very, very tired for some reason and you can't quite put your finger on why, because externally you're doing all the things you you know you're getting the sleep you're resting you're exercising you're eating well and yet you still feel physically exhausted it may be that there's an internal conflict playing out hey hey so i am interrupting my own podcast to let you know that my book activate your ras the art and science of creating your reality from the inside out is available to order on amazon this book is for you if you know that you are responsible for creating your own world, for creating the results that you get, but you're feeling confused and frustrated by the law of attraction, manifestation, 
all of those things that we're told we can do, that we're capable of, yet maybe you're getting a bit stuck along the way. In this book, I'll be sharing with you why it is that you see the world in the way that you do, how you create the results that you get, and more importantly, how you can begin to create positive and lasting changes in your life. If you like the sound of that, head to the show notes where you'll find a link to order your copy today. One of the other key things then that is vital when it comes to creating that alignment, and it will, we'll end it on this one because otherwise we'll be talking all day long, it's your values. Now, your values are the things that are important to you. They are your internal drivers. They give you the upfront motivation to go and do stuff. They're the things that you're willing to invest your time and energy into. And they're also your measure for after the fact. So whether something is good or bad, wrong or right. So values hold a lot of weight in what we do, how we show up. Now, here's the really important thing when it comes to values. Our values aren't what we necessarily want them to be. We may have aspirational values, and you'll see this for many companies. You know, the values are on the wall, they're on the the mouse mat. You're told what the company values are. Yet our internal values, our deep unconscious values, we may not even be aware of, yet they are the things that drive us. Let me give you an example that's really easy to kind of understand this. In the area of health and fitness, because we have values for all areas of life, In health and fitness, if exercise is not important to somebody, they will never feel compelled or driven to exercise because it's not a priority. So even if they really, really want it to happen, even if they really want to exercise, if it's not important, it's always going to feel like hard work because they're not driven to do it. Whereas if somebody has exercise as a high value for them, they will always find time to make it happen and it will be much easier to do it because it's important. So you just, you know, you get up earlier, you fit it in in the day, you just do it without question. This again becomes evident when somebody will say, this is what I want to do. So maybe you've told yourself, I really, I'm going to exercise, I'm going to make it happen. Yet in your unconscious mind, exercise is just not high up. It's not a priority. And so because of that, the exercise that you do carry out is all driven by willpower and willpower wears off. You're forcing yourself to do something that isn't in alignment with your internal world. And it doesn't just end there because our values are usually driven away from what we don't want the motivation behind them is often an avoidance motivation. It's the whole, you know, the carrot and the stick, the carrot being the dangly, hey, here's the reward, here's the nice stuff. Are you motivated to come and earn your commission to get this great shiny thing over here? Or are you motivated by the stick to avoid the thing that you don't want to happen, the consequences? Like, if you don't do this, you're going to lose your job. If you don't do this, then you're going to have a health problem. And this is all part of life, by the way, because we, as People, we experience this thing called life and there can be some significant emotional events. And when we have those emotional events, our values can change as a result. When it comes to alignment, the problem with that, the problem with avoiding something or getting away from what you don't want is that your focus is actually on that very thing. 
and you get what you focus on. So you're not in alignment with the result that you want to create, with the life that you want to create. You're actually running away from the very thing that you don't want. And the thing about that is when you're running away from something, when you get far enough away from it, the motivation wears off and it has no direction. I'm going to use an analogy that's not the nicest of analogies, yet it kind of gets the point across. Values that are motivated by what you don't want are a bit like there's a fire and you want to get away from it. So you're moving away from this fire so that you don't get burnt. It's like, I don't want any more of that thing in my life. So therefore, I am motivated to do this thing so that doesn't happen, so that I don't get burnt. The thing with that is that it's all about not getting burnt. It's all about getting away from the fire. And it kind of doesn't matter where you go. You just go anywhere so long as it's not too hot. That isn't in alignment with where it is you're headed. That has nothing to do with what it is that you want to create and how you feel about that thing. It's just all about not getting burnt. I'm hoping that that made sense. So anyway, to summarise all of what we have just covered into a simple paragraph. Alignment is so important because the world is a reflection of us. So when we are internally congruent with everything that we desire and our belief in the achievement of it and the knowing that it will happen, that it is happening, it's here already, we're just stepping into it. When that is present, things happen and they happen quickly. That collapses time, space and energy and brings everything that is already energetically available to you into physical manifestation. And in order to create alignment, you have to know and be aware of where you're out of alignment because sweeping it under the carpet and pretending that everything's okay and putting a happy sticker on it isn't alignment. Alignment is really tapping into where you are now, what it is that you need to change, what is it that you need to shift so that you can work on that. And this is like an ongoing thing, by the way. You know, we're always going to have experiences and there'll always be things that throw us out of alignment. Our work as humans is to be able to tap into that. And then if we want to, if we choose to, to close that gap, to see it as an opportunity that's been brought into our awareness that, hey, this is the thing that I can work on right now. This is what needs to change so that when I change, my world changes too. And three of the major ways that people are often out of alignment are beliefs that limit our capacity, our ability to be able to achieve exactly what we want. Any internal conflicts where we feel torn about whether or not we can do it. We're flip-flopping. We're going from one thing to another. We're changing our mind. We're in it, then we're not. We're conflicted wherever that is present that is not alignment. It may be alignment some of the time, but then the other time it's not, which isn't alignment. And then finally, values. So those internal drivers, that internal motivation that fires us up, that supports us in the achievement of everything that we want. So the question is, how then do you create alignment? Well, to go back to my first point, it all starts with awareness. You've got to become aware of what it is that's actually going on. How are you showing up in the world? Because we can all say the right things. We can say that we want to do the activities that are going to lead us down that path. Yet, if when you're saying those things, what you're really feeling is some form of resistance, 
contraction. Like I'm saying it, but I'm not feeling it. Then that's an indicator that there's some stuff that needs to be done. So I encourage you to spend this next week getting to know yourself. And instead of brushing things to one side and thinking, forget about that thing that keeps coming up. I'm just going to be happy. Instead, acknowledge it, make a note of it so you can bring those unconscious patterns, those unconscious thought processes, behaviours into your conscious awareness so you can look on, right, what is it that needs to change? What is it that is actually going on? Because the most important thing is our behaviour. It's what we do, not what we say we will do. And that in and of itself is information. So begin to tune in to where there's maybe a disconnect going on and make a note of it. You know, what is that thing that just keeps coming up every time you go to step out? Things start to get good. You start to make strides and create that momentum. And then you feel yourself retreat and pull back and you don't get why. Make a note of that. What is it that's actually happening? What are you doing? How is it showing up? How is it playing out in your life? Remember, you've got to know what it is in order to change it. And then if you want to go a little bit deeper with this, come and join me next Wednesday where I'm going to be running a live masterclass. It's 90 minutes for free where I'll be sharing with you even more around this. Some sneaky ways that self-sabotage comes up that you may even not be aware of. We'll be going through how it is that we actually create our perception of reality because you'll hear it so often that Our world, everything that we're experiencing is just our perception. But where does that perception come from and how do you begin to actually change it? And then at the end of the session, I'll also be going through a process to help you to release a limiting belief. And I would love to share all of that with you. So I'm going to pop a link in the show notes. Head on over. If you can't make the live session, then register anyway. I'll make sure that I get a replay of the masterclass sent out to you so you'll still be able to refer back to it and on that note have a fabulous week it's easter this week so i hope you're having lots of fun with the family or doing whatever it is that is important to you and i will catch you next week thank you so much for listening you really are the reason that this podcast exists so if you enjoyed this episode I would really appreciate you leaving a review and make sure that you follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll see you there.